Freak Radio Network, broadcasting from the Lucas Oil Studios, driven by General Tire. It's Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio redefined. With Kenny Sargent, Beijing Doctor Douchebag, Crash Gladys, getting crash position, and Statman. Don't overdrive the car. Here's the Freaks. Coming off three. Stellar show for you tonight in Lucas Oil Studios. Coming up in the second hour, Joey Tempest. Did that ring a bell to your hairband nation back in the day? What about the band Europe? Okay, what about the damn Geico commercial from a couple of years ago with the band Europe and the final countdown? Yeah. The song you hear in every freaking sporting event in the history of mankind of the last 15 years. Outside of Gary Glitter. Yeah. Joey Tempest from the band Europe got a new record coming out. Walk the Earth later this month. He's going to check in with us coming up here in the Freak Nation. Also, of course, Kyle Busch takes a big old dinger in Charlotte, falls in the points. But damn it, Martin Truex moving on after the Charlotte race this afternoon. Going to talk a little bit about that as well. Also, Sports Car Championship wrapped up this weekend. Your champions, the Taylor Brothers, didn't do it, Crasher, Statman, really the way they wanted to do it with just a piss-poor Petit Lamar. Well, you never want to have a bad race when it's one of the marquee races. Of course, the season starts off with their Super Bowl, the 24 Hours of Daytona, and it ends with the 10-hour endurance race, Petit Le Mans. And no, you never want to end your season on a bad note. You never want to have a bad finish at a marquee race. But at the same time, this is a bizarre situation with the Taylor brothers. They built up such an enormous lead winning, what was it, Statman? Four of the first five races or five of the first six? I mean, they just dominated the beginning of the season. They didn't need to do much of anything except for walk the last couple of races to take this title. Statman. man you're there. We got Statman connected to it. There you go. Go ahead. All right, go ahead, bud. It was was, uh, uh, an incredible start to the season. I think it was five in a row, or at least they won five races uh, at the beginning of the year. Uh, and you can't keep that up all year long. I mean, yeah. you, you can't do that. So they built up a huge lead, and they uh, maintained, and they ended up with a championship. And all they had to do was start the race, and they were uh, they were declared the champions. They had a bad race. Luckily, they waited till the end of the year to have that bad race. But they had an incredible season, and they deserve it. Well, we're not going to talk to those guys. We're going to talk to your Petit Le Mans <laughs> winners, Brandon Hartley, one of three drivers. He'll hey. be joining us coming up in moments here in the Freak Nation. You know that purple house over there with the white fence, and they've got the two black cats that are sitting outside of the white fence and that really weird sidewalk? You know that house I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. Okay, well, not that one. We're going to talk uh, to the one next door. Ah, uh, got it. Okay, cool. Yeah, Brandon Hartley, he, along with a couple of other drivers, Scott Sharp and Ryan Deall, they got the overall win of Petit Le Mans. Over the weekend, so Brandon Hartley, who everybody's saying it except for him, is moving on to IndyCar next year. He's going to join us here in the Freak Nation. Speaking no, of IndyCar, asking. Zach Veach, uh, Indy Lights, he, all kinds of feeder series to get to the point to where now, finally, this dude, we started interviewing him about five, six years ago. This guy finally gets a full-time ride, a three-year deal. No, ten years ago, I believe it was. Okay, I expected something like that. It's a long, long long-ass time ago, yeah. Yes. 
a long time ago. Zach Veach finally gets himself a big boy ride with Michael Andretti, Andretti Motorsports. He's going to be joining us uh, coming up to two, right around 740 Pacific time here in the Freak Nation. This is how you play ball with this Freak Nation, 800-878-7529. That's 800-878-PLAY, 800-878-PLAY. That's how you join us in the Freak Nation. And, Crasher, do we have a signed Continental Tires lid from Brandon Hartley tonight? Yes, we do. Brandon Hartley, Ryan Dial, and Scott Sharp. Okay. You're winners of Petit Le Mans. We've got their signed hat. We will give that away. You've got to listen to win. You've got to listen to win. And then you've also got to follow us on Twitter, at Speed Freaks, to find out what the question is. Got it. Yeah, the news, of course, coming out of Charlotte, Martin Truex with the win. Dude's moving on into the next playoff round of playoff rounds. Round of, of eight. Round of eight. Okay. Guaranteed into the round of eight. Right now, we're in the round of 12. This is the first race of the round of 12. Kyle Busch takes a big old dinger. What would you say, Crasher? Falls all the way to where? He fell six positions, so I believe he's um, – I'd have to look at the standings again. He fell six positions, so he's around seventh – Eight. Got it. I mean, after just a tremendous race last weekend, dude comes out and bam. And they actually took him to the emergency care center, not necessarily because of the accident, but because of the fumes in the car. Is that what you're also reading, Crasher? The fumes, maybe also some exhaustion. We're going to talk about this in a, a little bit more next hour. We've got NASCAR reporter Ryan McGee joining us at the top of the next hour. And after him, we're going we're gonna to go a little bit in depth on this. Statman brought up a good point before the show. Is it heroic or idiotic right. for drivers to drive around while they are quasi-exhausted? Is it putting other people's lives at risk? It's, you make the call, Freak Nation, but yeah. we're going to talk about it. When you're sucking up all kinds of exhaust into that cockpit, it's incredible how these guys can survive a freaking five-hour race. Don't put somebody else's life at risk, We though. need to acknowledge some affiliates here in the Freak Nation. Speed Freaks. We promise suck less speed freaks motorsports radio redefined the freaks crash gladys pit news and notes brought to you by our good friends at continental tire you log on to continentaltire.com to find some righteous rubber for your righteous ride crasher welcome back to all of our affiliates here at the 06 point of the first hour of Speed Freak. Formula One raced in Japan this weekend, and holy Hamilton. Lewis Hamilton not only took the win, but he capitalized on Sebastian Vettel going out again. Lewis now leads the points with four races to go and 100 points left on the table. Can he do it? NASCAR race Charlotte. Hi, my name is Martin Truex, and I'm hopefully going to be your 2017 Monster Energy Cup champion. God, can we just give him the trophy already? Truex won today in Charlotte and is now the only guaranteed driver to advance to the grade eight. Listen, Truex won after qualifying his worst of the year and then not even scoring any points in the first stage of the race, something he has not failed to do at any other time this year. Bottom line, balls. In Xfinity, your winner was Alex Bowman. IMSA Series, Petit Le Mans, Brandon Hartley, Ryan Dial, Scott Sharp, your winners. The Taylor brothers taking home the 2017 title. But will one of the Taylor brothers still be driving with their brother next year? We'll find out. GTD, your part-time team of Connor DeFilippi, Sheldon Vanderlinde, and Christopher Meese taking the win. But the championship for Christina Nielsen and Alessandro Balzan, their second consecutive title. Other news, Monday was obviously a difficult day last week. Part of it was motorsports-related as Robert Yates lost his health battle that evening. Several drivers this week have now made their announcements for 2018. Two of the bigger ones, Elio Castroneves, who sports stars full-time, 
Tony Kanon moves to one of AJ Foyt's vacancies. Oh, and F1 said, we're going to be carried by ABC and ESPN now. And NHRA announces Pro Stock qualifying format changes for 2018. Some fields just feel great. Huh? Yeah, hopefully we can get to that later on. Crash Fast Pit News and Notes brought to our good friends at Continental Tire. Certainly want to talk, if not this show, next week, because I don't understand the point system. Uh, yeah. If the NHRA Pro Stock class goes from 16 to 18, to 8 cars some weeks and then back to 16 cars, it, yeah. I, I don't get it. And, it. and in reading the press release, they didn't address the point system. Maybe it's out there. I don't know how oh, in the hell I they're going to do they it. they didn't address it with drivers. And I thought, what? How could no, you they didn't address that? it with the point Got system. It. Again, Got maybe it. it's on NHRA.com, but sometimes I actually do read a press release to get the information. Well, this one was so shocking. And damn it, I didn't get it. Brandon Hartley, Petit Le Mans winner, joins us next. Speed Freaks Pits and the Lucas Gold Studios. Motorsports Radio, redefined. Hey, cat owners, stop killing the earth. Yeah, you heard me right. You've done angelic work by rescuing cats from death row. Now do your part to save the planet. Dump your old clay litter, part of 8 billion pounds of waste clogging up landfills yearly, and go to catspotlitter.com. Order the all-natural, all-organic cat spot litter. It's made of 100% coconut. It's long-lasting. It eliminates odors and only weighs 5 pounds. Oh, and delivered to your door for just $15 a month with free delivery. Hello. Look, unlike old dusty heavy clay litter that we're so used to, Cat Spot Litter's work is not over when the litter box needs to be changed. When your Cat Spot Litter has run its course, yeah, you dump absolutely. it in your garden, your lawn, compost it. It uh, contains natural nutrients and absorbs water. You've saved a cat's life. Now go save the planet at catspotlitter.com. Your cat will thank you and the planet thanks you. Organic, odor eliminating and just 15 bucks a month. catspotlitter.com. So, you're driving something big or small that demands synthetic oils? Then you need to add Lucas Pure Synthetic Oil Stabilizer with each oil change, which won't be that often, as Lucas Special Formula increases oil life up to 50% longer, all while reducing heat and wear in your car or truck's engine. You'll find increased power and fuel economy as well. If it spins, heats, shifts, or turns, you need Lucas Pure Synthetic Oil Stabilizer. Welcome to beautiful Phoenix Raceway. We're just moments from the Monster Energy NASCAR Cup Series semifinal. But all eyes are on one man, the people's champion, Dale Earnhardt Jr. The semifinal. The farewell. The Can-Am 500, November 10th through the 12th. Guarantee your seats now at phoenixraceway.com. The Extreme Contact Sport is Continental Tire's newest ultra-high-performance summer tire. Tested to the limits by championship-winning race car drivers, the Extreme Contact Sport satisfies the most demanding driver. This dynamic street tire was built for car enthusiasts and engineered for extreme grip in dry and wet conditions. Whether it's a Sunday drive on the open road or you need to get to and from work, this tire is for what you do. For more information, visit ContinentalTire.com. That's ContinentalTire.com. Continental Tire, proud partner with the Freaks. Introducing Lucas Oil Racing TV, your exclusive, unlimited, 24-7 motorsports app. Now you can watch all your favorite motorsports anytime, anywhere. Get the finest in grassroots racing, national events, live coverage, behind-the-scenes action, and interviews you won't see anywhere else. There's also automotive how-to shows and some of motorsports' biggest names like Dave Despain, hosting the legends and current superstars of racing. For more information, visit lucasoilracing.tv. Lucas Oil Racing TV. 
grab it and hold on tight. You're listening to Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio Redefined. You're back with Speed Freaks on a Sunday night. Thank you guys for being a part of it. Follow us on Twitter at Speed Freaks. And, of course, coming to you live from the Lucas Oil Studios. Freak Nation, it was a crazy race for the finale in the WeatherTech Sports Car Championship. We have your winner, Brendan Hartley, guest driver with ESM Motorsports, joining the Freaks. And, Brendan, evidently, this was a race that not a whole lot of people expected. And what I mean about that is is the, the cautions, the accidents, the back and forth with the leadership over the last, what, 20 laps or so. Could you understand the madness that was going on with Petit while you were in the car? Yeah, it was a crazy race. But that's, I mean, that's, that's the nature of these, these long races. And, and when, you, when you put Road, Road and Lancer in the mix, it's, it's a tough track, track with traffic. And these LMP2 DPI cars are, are going seriously quick now. And, yeah, I kind of expected it was there was going to be a few crazy outcomes, um, but yeah, I mean we looked we looked pretty strong from the word go to be honest. No, we just tried to keep keep our noses clean. We led through the middle part of the race. We then had a problem with the alternator, which put us on the back foot. But we were coming back, and then the last restart. I mean that was that was madness. I think we had five cars all on the lead lap, um, and because it was a short yellow, we were, we were all starting behind all the GT cars. The cold tires, five hot-headed racing drivers going, going for going for the, the win in the last, I think it was 20 minutes or so. So that was kind of a recipe for, for a bit of action. Um, as it turned out, we had a radio problem, so I didn't get the call for the green flag, oh. which uh, which the tank camera inside of the inside, and he had an altercation with, with Philippe, which ultimately gave Philippe a penalty, and uh, people got a penalty as well. Um, so, yeah, well, I mean, we kept we kept our nose clean on the restart. I mean, it was, it was crazy out there. I mean, everyone across all classes fighting for position for 20 minutes to go. I mean, it was always going to be always going to be madness. But, um, yeah, keeping it clean, and we, we got the victory. But always madness on the track is one thing. When the booth, and I'm talking about the officials, when they kind of put their hand in and sort of, I mean, again, it's still arguable whether or not they actually dictated the outcome of this race. But coming from the winner's side of things, does that bother you when the officials say maybe too much? Um, you know what, because I was in the car, I didn't see everything. I was really looking forward to the scrap with Philippe, um, the last the last 10 laps. Um, I mean, actually before that caution, um, I just, I'd literally just overtaken Philippe on the back straight. The caution came out, I mean, we'd had a really good good scrap to, to you know, jostling for position. Then he got me back in the pit, so I was like, okay, starting from scratch again. And I was looking forward to the last 10 laps. I mean, it was on. It was going to be a big fight for those last 10 laps. And it was a shame that that was taken away. But, I mean, I can't really comment on, on the, if uh, the penalties were, were just or, or deserved because I didn't really see them from, from inside the car. But, um, yeah, I was looking forward to a bit of a scrap at the end. Brendan Hartley, how is it that a Porsche factory driver is able to drive a Nissan-powered car in a major motor race like Petit Le Mans? It's a good question. <laughs> um, Porsche have been really good since the beginning and, and allowing us to do a couple of races outside of our program. And I guess they, so, they also realize how, how good uh, this the this championship is and, and how much experience we gain from that. So from, from their side, they see it as positives. You know, like I'll, I'll be going to Japan off the back of a race, a race win and, and, and a very competitive environment. And uh, that, that experience is only good. So I guess that they... they 
they respect that, and, and they've been nice enough to let me do Daytona for the last couple of years. Now that you've won Le Mans and Petit Le Mans in the same year, compare the two fields. Can an IMSA starting grid match a WEC field? Yeah, I mean, it's. I mean, they're both massively competitive, and a lot of the drivers are uh, are the same drivers. In fact, so uh, I think I'm, I'm definitely not the only one doing doing both uh, both races. Um, I mean, I think the the prototype category this year in IMSA is phenomenal, especially with Penske arriving um, for this race and, and going to be on the grid for next year and with, with Mazda as well for, for next year. I think IMSA is, is looking a really, really nice place to be. Um, it's obviously different from what I'm driving with the, the LMP1. Uh, the LMP1 you know, technology is, is taken to a new level and, and uh, so I, I'm really at the forefront of developing the race car um, in, in the WEC. But in terms of the, the quality of, of drivers, I mean, both both have, uh, have, let's say, some of the highest you can find, you know, highest level you can find. Well, you talk about how great IMSA is going to be next year, and it is. It's it's continuing to just get better, but Brendan Hartley, your next year is going to be pretty damn spiffy as well. Can you talk about it yet? Uh, nothing confirmed yet. <laughs> so I know there's been a few rumors floating around, but honestly, there's, there's still a couple of things to sort out, and, and uh, I'm pretty confident I'm going to be racing something. <laughs> Um, but it's, it's not really confirmed exactly what yet. Tell me it's not money. I'm so tired of money becoming a problem in <laughs> racing. No, no. Oh, not money? Really? No, no. It's, it's just, just waiting, you know, waiting to, to get everything squared off and confirmed. So I, I, hope, I hope soon we'll, we'll figure out where I'll be, but I'm, I'm, I know I'll be racing something. Freak Nation, your winner from Petit Le Mans, Brendan Hartley, joining Speed Freaks from the Lucas Oil Studios. Talk about this from a perspective where you're an outsider, and I say you're a guest driver. You're from, you know, you're from out of this country. Has IMSA and the Sports Car WeatherTech Sports Car Championship gained a bit of credit, cred, street cred through through Europe and its sports car associations that you know of? I guess I'm biased because I, I love the championship, and I did Grand Am back in 2013, and and I've always pushed to come back to Daytona. So, um, but I think. Yeah, I think it, I think it probably has, um, and especially with with manufacturers getting on board with 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 the DPI, um, the GT is very healthy as well. So, yeah, I think it has. I mean, and it's still a relatively new series, right? Since, since Grand Am and and uh, LMS joined, and I think it's it's been gaining momentum all the time. And yeah, I think I think you're right. It has, it's getting more and more credit. Sports car racing globally seems to be split into two camps. One-hour races versus long endurance races. Is one a better test of skill than the other, or just a test of budgets? No, not, not, I wouldn't say budget, but it's, it's, a, different, it's a different style of racing. Um, I think endurance requires a much more level-headed driver. Um, I, I, love, I love endurance racing. I've, from, from when, I, when I started back in 2012, I just fell in love with, with well, first of all, Le Mans. And actually, I enjoy being a part of a team. You know, I came I came from a single-seater background growing up where it wasn't always the nicest environment with, you know, you didn't really have a teammate. Um, sometimes it was about you. You became quite egotistical in some ways, you know, and, and, and I think endurance racing has that, that real team element, which which personally I love, I love being a part of. And then beside that, the skill involved, you know, you have to be patient. You have to have a level head. You have to calculate risks. Ten times for lap when, when we're making these moves on GT cars, you have to res- you have to have that mutual respect between between categories and drivers, and that doesn't happen overnight. And um, 
yeah, I mean, I, I, I personally, I personally really enjoy the endurance racing, but I think I think they're just different. They're slightly different sets of skills, but I think endurance racing is not like it used to be. It's now very much a sprint. I mean, these these cars can do the full full race at full attack. So, I mean, the fans are lucky enough to witness these cars being driven full steam for for the duration of the, the endurance race. Brendan Hartley, your winner from Petit Le Mans, joining Speed Freaks on a Sunday night. And Brendan, we'll end it with this: when you look at the the competition in sports cars, Indy cars, I don't care if it's, in the, I don't give a damn what it is in regards to motorsports. You as a driver, what is it that you want to do more in a car? Is it beat certain drivers, win the race, or maybe impress the the owner of your team? You as a driver, what's the most important thing for you personally? Um. That's a tough question. I mean, winning the race has to be pretty high on the list. But obviously, yeah, there is. I mean, uh, I, we, I spoke about ego before, and you know, you, you have to try and put that aside. And in, in endurance racing, some drivers do a better job, job of it than others. So you know, you have you have to think of it as a team. Of course, you always want to be quicker than your teammates as well, but you also want to help them if, if they're having a bad day. So, um, yeah, okay, impressing your team owner. <laughs> also, you should be doing it for yourself. You know, I'm pretty self-critical, and and uh, I, I know from myself this year in Le Mans, I, it was probably the most emotional I got in the car when I hopped out for the last time in, in Le Mans. The race wasn't finished, but I knew we had a chance of winning, and I actually got pretty emotional just because I knew that I did the best that I could do. You know, and, and I don't often say that about myself, so I, I know that when I do, it, it means a lot. And and so I, I guess. I guess for yourself as well, you know, it's also important that you're doing the best job you can do, and, and that's that's part of any sport or any, you know, any any work. You know, you want to do your you don't want to do your best, and when you when you succeed, you know, when you really pop out the car and you say, you know what, I nailed that. That's that's an amazing feeling because there's a lot of different variables driving these race cars and traffic and a night and changing conditions. And when you can honestly hop out of the car and say that that you know, you, you know, when you can be proud of that, that job you've done, it that's that's satisfying. Yeah. I think essentially, if you're a woodworker or you're a flight attendant or if you're trimming trees, if you do the best job you can, whether you win or not, what else do you have to give, damn it? Yeah, yeah, no, and I, I I look at it like that sometimes too, you know, and if, if, if we didn't win a race for whatever reason, if there's a, if there's a mechanical or there's something out of, out of our control, you know, I don't dwell on it because it, if, if uh, I've personally done what I can do, then, then I, it's, it's a lot easier to move on. So I think, yeah, to answer your question, I think it, it is a bit, a bit more about yourself and, and yeah, I don't really have an answer. It sounds it's funny one to answer, but yeah, <laughs> it's a team in the end. So we're we're, ha- we're happy to win. Um, but yeah, there's a certain, a certain amount of personal satisfaction involved there. Yeah. That is so. That level-headedness is not found everywhere in motorsports. No. Thank you. you need, Thank you, need you for to that. Have it, in, have it in life. <laughs> Brendan Hartley, yes. your winner for the Petit Le Mans WeatherTech Sports Car Championship with ESM Motorsports. Brendan, thanks for doing this, buddy. I'm sure we'll be talking to you regardless of what you're driving next year. Deal? I hope so. <laughs> yeah. Regardless, we'll talk to you after Daytona for sure. <laughs> yeah. See you, buddy. Coffee. Cheers. Awesome. And you know, in relationship to that race, I'm going to ask you, Freak Nation, we're going to talk about this coming up next. Should officials be more objective when determining sports outcomes? Think about that. Should they be more objective when determining sports outcomes? It's what happened to Petit Le Mans. <laughs> You know, you may think otherwise post this discussion. That's next, Fox Sports. Nope, next, Speed Freaks Pits, Lucas Hall Studios. Good evening, my fellow citizens.
Early last January, Ford said it would set aside more than $4 billion to work on electrifying its product line, including its Mustang and F-150 trucks. The massive plan would bring new cars, new jobs, and new ideas to Detroit. Shortly after the announcement, I asked the head of Ford Racing if this would affect any motorsports plans going forward. I was assured it would Well, this week, Ford said it was putting its World Rallycross budgets with Ken Block on hold for the time being. It said it wanted to see where the sport was going. I take that to mean that overtures toward creating electric or hybrid rallycross cars could bring Ford back to the paddock. Always remember that Ford and any other manufacturer is in the business of selling cars and not racing them. If Rallycross started allowing cars that Ford wants to build, guess where Ford would be spending its time and dollars? Until then, stand by. Peace. Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio, redefined. Want to fly somewhere? Looking for cheap flights or cheap tickets? Then call. That's right. Call the low-cost airline travel hotline now for prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. Low-cost airlines has all kinds of cheap travel deals. Fly domestically and save up to 75%. You can even fly internationally and save even more. Yes, fly anywhere in the world and save a lot of money on your plane tickets. We'll even save you money with cheap travel deals on hotels, rental cars, even complete travel packages. So don't book your tickets until you call us first for the absolute cheapest prices on U.S. and international airline tickets and hotels. Call right now for prices so low they can't be published. Travel experts are here 24-7 to help. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. The sun can make your outdoor deck and patio space so hot and uncomfortable you can't use it. But now there's the Sunsetter Retractable Awning. A Sunsetter Retractable Awning opens and closes in just 60 seconds, and it keeps your patio about 20 degrees cooler. It provides instant shade and protection from the sun's harmful rays. You can get your Sunsetter for as little as $599 when you call now to get your special $200 discount certificate and free awning idea kit. You're going to love your Sunsetter Retractable Awning. Sunsetter awnings are assembled in America and guaranteed to last. So call 800-692-0268 now to get a free awning idea kit with DVD plus your $200 Sunsetter discount certificate. This is a limited time offer, so call 800-692-0268. That's 800-692-0268 for your free awning idea kit with DVD and $200 discount certificate. There's no obligation, so call 800-692-0268 now. Hey, travelers, do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call, because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first class tickets. 
That's 855-325-1780. Speed Freaks on a Sunday night. Thank you guys for hanging out. This segment brought to you by friends at Lucas Oil. You log on to lucasoil.com to find the right lube for your spiffy little 22-footer. Talking about a boat there. And, of course, maybe a gun. What about this? What about your sports car, your sedan, motorcycle? Lucas Oil's got the lube for you at lucasoil.com. Going to play off a little bit on that interview last segment with Brendan Hartley, who was part of your winner for Petit Le Mans. Him, Ryan Dial. Scott Sharp with ESM Motorsports, Patrol Motorsports. They were your overall winners from Petit Le Mans. And Statman, if you look at that race, you can't get through a, a conversation about uh, with anyone that saw that race to talk about the officials and how the officials literally affected that outcome of the race. But that hap- that happens at that happens in the National Football League. It happens in Major League Baseball. It happens in the NBA. And then the next day the NFL or Major League Baseball comes out and says, yeah, we were wrong. Right. But what we saw Statman in this race of Petit Le Mans and IMSA, don't you feel that this is fairly flagrant on some of the choices that they made with the results of penalizing these drivers? No, I don't think it was flagrant. Uh, what I do think is that the drivers went stark raving mad. Uh, they were driving like – I can't think of anything other to say. They were driving like fools. Uh, that I understand that endurance races are sprints now, but these guys were taking chances that were entirely unnecessary and driving each other off the road. And if somebody didn't step in, uh, it, you know, the, the – uh, the race goes to the guy with the biggest huevos that's willing to risk everything just to get to the end. And I don't think that's what racing is supposed to be. I know some people do, but I'm not in that camp. But hold on, though, Statman, because if we're going to go back to who has the biggest huevos, let's go to the start of the season where Ricky Taylor basically did a, a huevosy move to Felipe <laughs> Albuquerque. Felipe Albuquerque oh, was leading the race no, but he was he was leading the race with seven minutes to go out of 24 hours, and right, Ricky Taylor basically took him out, and Ricky Taylor went on to win and never got a penalty. The same thing happened at this race where Felipe Albuquerque took out, gosh, who was it that he took out? It, it just basically, I'm getting this all confused. IMSA thought that that one did deserve a penalty. It was no different than Daytona, and Felipe Albuquerque gets the raw end of the deal yet again. It's like you, at least the the officials need to be consistent. I don't feel like there's any consistency here. Well, the officials, let's say they tend to be more uh, in favor of the people who are around every race. But uh, I think that what they were saying last night was that there was more danger and uh, that things were done a little more aggressively than were done at uh, Daytona. Uh, Daytona was a racing move, and this oh. was just an attempt to take somebody out. And they his uh, own teammate. It was Felipe Albuquerque up against Dane Cameron. He's not going to just take out his own teammate. 
he did. Uh, and that you know, guys, they get the red mist when they want to, uh, when they want to win, and that's why you need officials to come in. And say, imagine a football game if there weren't officials uh, to somebody say, "Hey, you can't block him from behind. You can't hit him in the head. You can't hit him when he's five steps out of bounds." So at some point, somebody has to guard, uh, govern these guys because they're not going to govern themselves. I get that. Okay, then let's go back to this finale again, Petit Le Mans, in which Felipe Albuquerque was penalized for what they called unjustifiable risk. He gets a 60-second stop-and-go penalty. Kind of the same, a, a penalty assessed to Pipo Durrani when he took out Ryan Briscoe in a worse crash, yet he only gets a, a pass through the pits. He doesn't get a 60-second stop-and-go. He just gets a drive-through. So, again, there's inconsistency in the rulings as well. I, it just seems weird to me. What they did last night was determine that Albuquerque's move endangered and uh, was unnecessary, where, like in Daytona, uh, where Taylor took out Albuquerque, they say it was a racing move. And uh, there's, they probably said the same thing with Durrani last night, that uh, it was more racing move where Albuquerque just get out of my way. I'm coming through. And that was where the uh, officials say we got to do something. We can't just allow that to go on. It's like in short tracks, if a guy causes the accident, he goes back to the back of the field just like uh, the guy that he crashed. So they can't do that entirely, but they have to do something to penalize the guy that caused the crash. So basically, this is going to be a conversation we have continuously. Yeah. Yeah. As we do with the NFL, I guess. Humans are in charge, Crash. (laughs) And there's always going to be disagreeing. Yeah. Poor Barfield, man, he gets his nuts kicked in IndyCar and now in the, in the IMSA Sports Car Championship. That's true. This kind of decision-making is what led to the double bird by Will Power to Bo Barfield and IndyCar at New Hampshire in the rain. And, and that's why, again, I'm digging a rabbit hole right here. But that's why I'm, I'm a fan of replay, but I, I don't want certain decisions to be made by a computer. Or a camera, and that's why it, you want it, the human error element. Yeah, right. and that's I I I I'm, I don't want to be old white dude and say I don't like instant replay or any of that. I, I do like that, but when it comes to maybe, gosh, balls and strikes, I just I like that human element. I like that. I mean, you got the tracker well, right there we, in front we, of you on Fox, but NBC or I don't give a damn what it is, but I just like that human element is is that am i arguing against myself no in racing in in stick and ball sports you could stop and let the guys go look at a monitor in racing you can't stop everybody stop and let's wait until the officials look at the monitor and see what's going on so you have to make a decision on the fly and you try to be fair and you have to do with what you see and some of the people have had experience doing this so they know what racing is and it's not 15 people on a committee that they bring into a room like they do in college football uh these guys supposedly know what they're looking at and they can make a decision and that's what they do and sometimes they're wrong but most of the time they're right 
Yeah, I just whew. again <laughs> when when it when it comes to to the human element, they're never a hundred percent right. <laughs> I just want greater consistency. But again, I think that's just it, the human element's going to come in there too. Crasher, well, it's not if, exactly if, if, like if, Daytona, or no, it's not exactly like Indianapolis. If it wasn't Albuquerque, would you still be saying the same thing? Overall, I think he's a clean driver. I think if a driver has a history, then no, I would not be saying the same things. But overall, Albuquerque and Durrani are clean drivers. So, yeah, you don't waver on the negative side with drivers like them. Freak Nation, his name is Zach Veach. He's been coming in the Freak Nation for about 10 years now. Finally got himself a big-time deal with Andretti Motorsports running in the IndyCar Series. He did drive the Indy 500 last year and a couple other races. Full-time next year with Andretti Autosport or yes. Motorsport? Yeah, Autosport. Andretti Autosport. Curious if his balls have dropped. Zach oh, Veach <laughs> joins us. Coming up, Speed Freaks Pits and Lucas Oil Studios. Sorry, Zach. <laughs> Motorsports Radio, redefined. Not too long ago, it felt good to withdraw your cash from the bank. Tested to the limits by championship-winning race car drivers, the Extreme Contact Sport satisfies the most demanding driver. This dynamic street tire was built for car enthusiasts and engineered for extreme grip in dry and wet conditions. Whether it's a Sunday drive on the open road or you need to get to and from work, this tire is for what you do. For more information, visit ContinentalTire.com. That's ContinentalTire.com. Continental Tire, proud partner with the Freaks. If the grind, whine, and squeal of your vehicle's power steering makes you cringe each time you reach for the wheel, then grab Lucas Power Steering Stop Leak. Lucas' unique formula fixes most worn rack and pinions, pumps, and gearboxes, making them perform like new. Using Lucas Power Steering Stop Leak, you will find it eliminates squeals, seal leaks, and rough spots. And it's 100% guaranteed, so there's no reason to use anything but Lucas Power Steering Stop Leak. Welcome to beautiful Phoenix Raceway. We're just moments from the Monster Energy NASCAR Cup Series semifinal. But all eyes are on one man, the people's champion, Dale Earnhardt Jr. The semifinal. The farewell. The Can-Am 500, November 10th through the 12th. Guarantee your seats now at phoenixraceway.com. Hey, cat owners, stop killing the earth. Yeah, you heard me right. You've done angelic work by rescuing cats from death row. Now do your part to save the planet. Dump your old clay litter, part of 8 billion pounds of waste clogging up landfills yearly, and go to catspotlitter.com. Order the all-natural, all-organic cat spot litter. It's made of 100% coconut, it's long-lasting, it eliminates odors, and only weighs 5 pounds. Oh, and delivered to your door for just $15 a month with free delivery. Hello. Look, unlike old dusty heavy clay litter that we're so used to, cat spot litter's work is not over when the litter box needs to be changed. When your cat spot litter has run Yellow.
You're back with the Freaks, Speed Freaks, on a Sunday night. Lucas Oil Studios, a little technical difficulty. We'll get back to, yeah, we'll, we'll get back to, that was a spot load, wasn't it? We'll get back to our spot loads when it's <laughs> necessary. Sorry about the confusion there, Freak Nation. We'll get back to it. No worries. We got this thing handled. Coming up next hour, his name is Joey Tempest, Europe lead singer. will be joining us here in the Freak Nation. As long as the freaking satellite feeds and all the computers decide to work with us here in the Freak Nation. I mean, pulling the curtain back just a little bit, Kenny, you and I are in Dallas right now. Mm-hmm. Statman is in Los Angeles. Our board is up in San Francisco. And Zach Veach, our current guest, I believe, is in Indianapolis. So I mean, it's kind of coming from all time zones. That's tonight. how it works here in the Freak Nation. Oh, actually, we have two boards, one in San Francisco, one in Phoenix. We'll get this thing figured out here momentarily. <laughs> His name is Zach Veach. Dude's been coming to the Freak Nation for many, many years. Finally gets a full-time contract with Andretti Autosports, and I believe it's for a three-year deal. Zach Veach joining us in the Lucas Oil Studios right about now. And Zach, do you recall the last time or the first time you came to the Freak Nation, how old you were? First time, yeah. Actually, I was thinking about that earlier uh, today. I was 15 years old and on my way from uh, Laguna Seca to the airport after my first race with Andretti Autosport back in USF 2000, so uh, seven years ago. Whoa. Wait a minute. So you've been with Andretti Autosport much longer than I remembered, so the first time you called us, we were all about, hey, you're like BFFs with Oprah Winfrey and everything's going awesome for you. You were with Andretti all the way back then. Yeah, I was. No, that's that's why being able to uh, have a full time ride with them in the Verizon IndyCar series is is so special because I, you know, I started my open wheel career with Michael's team back when I was fifteen, and you know, I did two years of F two thousand with his team, a year of Pro Mazda, and, and two years of Indy Lights, and uh, you know that team really became my family because you know from the time I was fifteen to twenty, you know those are kind of your formative years where you're kind of you know, figuring out how to drive race cars, figuring out who you are as a person. And, and I spent all that time with the same team. So to be able to get back there and, and say that we've completed the ladder with them is, you know, beyond special. Okay, for so many of the sponsors throughout the ladder series, that is a ginormous story. But personally speaking, Zach Veach, how did you or how were you able to make this so successful? Because that's a lot easier said than done. At any moment, either the Andretti team could have said, we want another shoe, or you could have said, "Eh, I want another team. How was this truly so successful for so many years? Honestly, it comes down to my relationship with Michael. You know, I was very lucky that, Early on, Michael, uh, you know, had just an amount of faith in me that allowed me to get to where I am. And the thing that he always says is it came down to my work work ethic that he saw early on that, you know, if there was a time where I wasn't the fastest guy in the car, he could count on me to work my engineers, have an open mind as far as taking advice from, you know, everybody within the team, changing whatever needed to be changed for me to be fastest. And, you know, he saw me kind of grow and progress with that, that method. And, you know, uh, I'm, I'm lucky in a way that at the press conference he was saying that, you know, I'm one of the hardest working drivers that he's ever seen. So with that, I think he has a lot of faith that he knows that once I get into an Indy car, that's when uh, all the hats are off as far as it's going to be a steep learning curve. But I should just keep <laughs> learning and progressing and eventually, you know, be to where I need to be to, to run up front and, uh, you know, have a strong effort for his team. Zach Veach is a new driver for Andretti Autosport next year in the IndyCar Series. 
Zach, follow me here a minute. I talked to a funny car driver once in drag racing, and I just, you know, casual conversation, How what's it like to go 300 miles an hour? And he said, well, when you start at 150 and 250 and, and work your way up, it doesn't feel that much different. Can I say the same thing about you when you started at 120, 130 mile an hour cars and when you got to 200, 220, 230 at Indy, does it sneak up on you or do you do you really notice? Do you have to strap yourself in to be able to do that? It it really sneaks up on you, much like the, you know, the drag racer was saying. It's it's something, you know, you spend time going 120 and. You're so excited and looking forward to the next step that when you take the next step, you're, you're prepared for it, and, and that keeps going on and so forth. And then you get to Indianapolis, and, you know, you're practicing for the 500. And as a rookie, they, they start you off with a ton of downforce. So, you know, Monday through Wednesday, you know, the car doesn't feel too, you know, frightening, and, you know, you're doing about 215, 220. So all of that's feeling, you know, progressively, you know, slow in a way to you. And then when you take, you know, all the downforce off and, and you go out there to try to do a, a 228 and above run, that's when it all starts to feel really fast again. <laughs> yeah, and you're going to have that issue next year. In fact, the 2018 IndyCar is going to have a lot less downforce. I think it's a beautiful car, but you're going to have to learn how to drive again as opposed to having the downforce make up for all your mistakes. That's something that, you know, for me, getting in at the time that I am, I think it's perfect. You know, one, it's a new car in a way with the body kit, so everyone's going to be starting somewhat at the same playing field. And as well as with it, with it being such a lighter car, that's, you know, when I was picking up wins in the new Indy Lights car, the new Indy car is going to favor the Indy Lights car in a way that it's going to be a lot more lively. It's going to be moving around a lot and, and, of course, the big question everyone has for me is being a, a little guy, you know, how strong am I? Uh, it should be a little easier next year as well because we're not going to have all that downforce on the car that we had this year that uh, made some of the track so difficult. All right. What are you going to do then, Zach Veach? I want to hear your workout regimen for the winter going into the 2018 IndyCar season. Simply said, it's eating. Uh, I've been working with the great guys at uh, St. <laughs> oh, darn. performance. So, uh, you know, since the Indy 500, uh, since May, I've put on 12 pounds now. So I'm a whopping 131 pounds, and they uh, they want me to gain about four more. So we're well beyond what our goals were. And, uh, you know, I'm excited. I feel strong. I feel ready to go. I, I don't get into the car until January. That's when testing opens up. So I have uh, a lot of time to prepare myself for that day. Zach, will you be one of the lightest driver, drivers, if not the lightest driver out there come January? Well, that's why my goal is to be uh, like the 136 range, just so I can say I'm two pounds heavier than Sato. But that seemed to work out pretty well for him at the Indy 500 uh, this year. And my number is going to be number 26 next year, so I'll be in Sato's Indy 500 winning car. So Dang. hopefully it favors us lighter guys, and I can put myself in a good position at the end of, uh, at the, end of the day. Zach Veach, being an IndyCar homer that I am, wow, the 26. There's a lot of history that has gone <laughs> through that number 26. To, I mean, to some people it's just a number, but to me it's not. 
Do you know the Frankitis, the Weldons? The, do you know, understand the history that has gone through that number? Oh, without a doubt. I mean, for me, it's, it started even early on that uh, my second year in Indy Lights with the team, and that's actually the year that we came close to taking the title home. And, uh, you know, before the year, uh, Kyle Moyer, he was still the team manager there. And, uh-huh. you know, he was, he was talking. He's like, well, we'd like to change your number if you don't mind. And I said, well, what, what do you have in mind? And they said, well, how about 26? So I got to run the, the 26 Andretti number in Indy Lights, and that it was so special to me then. So now to have it in IndyCar is special for so many reasons. One, that was my number when I was, you know, doing well in Indy Lights with the team. And then I think back to Weldon's win at the 500 and his, mm-hmm. you know, championship with that. And, you know, for me, there's so many things that go into uh, that number that you know, I'm going to do my best to make, uh, make it proud because I know a lot of people follow the history of it. Zach Veach, have you learned enough about the car setup so that you can be a help to the crew chief and the car engineer uh, and tell them and not just say, I need some help here, but can you tell (laughs) them to put this in and take that out? Yeah, I think that's been my my strong point so far is just, you know, having strong feedback in that sense. But, you know, uh, I'm still in a position where there's a lot to learn, especially now making this jump. But I'm so excited to be with a team like Andretti, you know, just with my teammates. Uh, you know, two out of three have won the 500 already, and Marco's come close every year. So and I'm going to have a lot of information around me to learn, and I have a whole program with engineers this winter to try to get me uh, up to speed as far as, you know, decisions to make on the car and a lot of time on the simulator. So, you know, luckily I'm in a position where they they see me as a rookie and they've brought on rookies before. So, you know, I'm not expected to have all the right answers uh, right away, but they're there to uh, help guide me to the answers and, uh, you know, kind of groom me in a way so my second and third year are, uh, you know, strong ones. Zach Veach getting set for a full-time ride with Andretti Autosports for the 2018 season. Zach, what do you call Michael Andretti? <laughs> I mean, for me, he's kind of been my mentor in a way. It's just, uh, you know, someone I always looked up to, I had a lot of respect for. You, and... No, 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 no. Do you call him <laughs> Michael or Mr. Andretti? Oh, for me, it's Michael. All right. Do you ever call? Do you ever get mad at him and call him a bad word? No, no. Well, see, uh, Mario is actually the one I probably, you know, give the most, like, uh, you know, crap to. Um, now that I'm back on Team Andretti, Mario keeps introducing me as his cousin to everyone, so... Uh, it's, been, it's been pretty fun. <laughs> Gee, oh, yeah, I'm Mario Andretti's cousin. I'm Oprah Winfrey's BFF. So, you know, life is tough, Zach Beach. Well, well, the thing was, you know, it's it's been hard the past couple of years that, uh, you know, being out of Indy Life, back in Indy Life, but I had a great relationship struck up with the guys uh, with the Indy Racing Experience, so the two-seat Indy car that we do rise in. And, you know, that kept me around the racetrack and ultimately led me to, to have my sponsor. And, you know, we, we'd be sitting at these tracks to do, you know, ride-alongs, and Mario will be there. And, you know, there'll be fans looking at me because, you know, 22 now I still look like I'm 16. So people would always be eyeing me like, you know, who's this kid? Well, Mario, without hesitation, he would run up there and be like, he just turned 14. And I'm like, well, thanks. Thanks, Mario. I, I really appreciate that. <laughs> I am, I'm not saying this just because you're on the line, and I'm not saying this just because I'm a motorsports fan, but honest to goodness, Mario Andretti is one of my favorite people in this world. 
partly because he is so fun to joke around with. So, yeah, it's stuff like that that just makes him so cool. <laughs> yeah, personality beyond life. And, I mean, if you just yeah. sit and talk with him, you would assume he's still, you know, 30 years old. He, he's got no signs of slowing down anytime soon. Hey, Zach, you know, he do, do you follow much football? You know, honestly, I'd like to say yes. But, I mean, obviously I know the issue is going around football, but I can't say I'm a, a huge football fan. Uh, do you still claim the fact that you're from Ohio? I do, yeah. But, you know, Indiana is starting to feel a lot more like home. <laughs> boy. Okay, because i got to bet with you. Oh, no. All right. You win a race in 2018. You will jog around Indianapolis Motor Speedway in a Buckeye Speedo. Buckeye Speedo. All right. Well, Wait see, a minute, now you got, me, got me in a tough spot because now I'm on air. This is being recorded. I can't tell you, like, yes, then when. And then you're like, ah, oh, you know, I was kidding. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm, I'm, no, no. I'm marking it down right now. Kenny, what's October your part 8th. of the bet? You've got to have some yeah, exactly. in this, too, what, Kenny. What, what's the uh, – I feel like it is, if I don't win a race, I have to do it. If I do win a race, you have to do something. That's like <laughs> – otherwise, it gives me motivation to, like, finish second. I don't really want that. Get him, Zach. Get him. Get him. Get, get on him. Zach, him. Yes. Get him big time. I'll, yeah, Kenny, I like what Zach just said. I'll figure it out. Yeah, now, now you, you see how he backed off, Zach? I, I got to stick up for my fellow Buckeyes here. Yeah, get, give, give it to him. Well, that's the thing, you know, and I've gotten a little older. I've kind of, you know, figured out that, you know, every now and then you got to stand up a little taller. And at 5'4, that's yeah. hard for me to do, but I sure try. <laughs> Yes. That's what, and Crasher knows this. That's I'd have no problem jogging around in a freaking speedo. That wouldn't be. I, I got to think of something. Buckeyes would, would hurt you though. Oh, having, yeah, having to wear a Buckeye speedo. Yeah, that, that would. Having to wear like a Sooners OU on, you know, the front of my speedo. That'd be a tough one to do. All right, we'll figure this out next year. There's going to be something. We're going to have it written down right. on paper, and we'll, we'll figure it out. Yeah. It's going to be on your steering wheel, Zach, because I want to make sure it's the most motivation possible. <laughs> no, I got you guys. You know, I, I, got, uh, I do what I can. I help my own. There you go. <laughs> Zach, we're happy for what you've what you've accomplished, my friend. Go kick some ass in 2018, buddy. Yeah, thank you, guys. No, I mean, it's exciting to be back on here and, you know, waking up every day. Saying I'm an IndyCar driver has been pretty yeah. special. And to do it, you know, wouldn't be possible without Group 1001 there. A retirement and life insurance company here in Indianapolis, and, and they're the ones that gave me my break. So we're excited to uh, see what we can do with them uh, next year with Andretti. Sweet. They're going to be proud of you when they go back and listen to this interview and they hear that I asked, <laughs> have your balls dropped? <laughs> it's, they sure sound like they have from when you were 15. Is it Kenny Sargent or Mario Andretti? That's, well, that's <laughs> Everyone keeps, you know, you guys will be proud of this. We joked about it a lot, and, you know, at first, I was like, man, I can't wait until, like, I actually, like, start shaving. And, like, to be honest, I shave pretty much every day now. It's, it's not a lot, but, you know, I have to do it. So I feel, uh, you know, I finally have become a man. So thank you, guys. <laughs> yes! Bam! Gillette, did you hear that? Get on board! <laughs> Statman and I, we've got hair growing in places we never thought we would. And this guy's just starting to shave. So once you get about, my, what, 60, you guys will. <laughs> <laughs> Zach, 100, 130 pounds. My right leg is bigger than this guy. <laughs> <laughs>
Oh, that's greatness. Hey, Zach, buddy, we'll talk to you soon. Thanks, man. Yeah, sounds great, guys. Thanks so much. Have a great night. You got it. Zach Veach. (laughs) Follow him on Twitter at Zach Veach. Dude's dude's got a full-time IndyCar ride, and I'm just out. Hey, that's how we roll here in the Freak Nation. Uh, Full-time IndyCar ride, and... (laughs) He didn't have 10,000 followers, man. Oh, know? it'll change. Oh, yeah. It'll change quick style. So we just had two 2018 IndyCar drivers on in the first hour. Brendan Hartley and Zach Beach. That's how we roll. Zach's announced. Brendan, not yet. Coming. Coming. Yep. Chip Freak Nation, coming up next hour, the band Europe, the lead singer, Joey Tempest, and kids, they're not just featured in a Geico commercial with the final cu- countdown. You hear that damn song in many sporting events. Got a new record coming out, Walk the Earth. We'll talk to him about that. Also, Ryan McGee from ESPN, ESPN.com. He joins us, discuss a little bit of what happened in Charlotte, or really what didn't happen. Kyle Busch couldn't have had a worse day. Decided to kiss the wall several times to visit the medical center. Eh. And not much motorsports. All coming up, Speed Freaks Pits and the Lucas Oil Studios. If you suffer from back pain, joint pain, arthritis, or other chronic pain, you need to try the water therapy benefits that Avantage Therapeutic Walk-In Bath provides. Not only does Avantage Walk-In Bath help get you in and out of the tub safely, it is proven to be beneficial to relieve aches and pains, giving you the relief to enjoy your day. You can enjoy taking your new bath and rejuvenating your body in as little as seven days. And if you call today and ask for the radio special, we'll give you a 15 hundred dollar coupon towards the purchase of a new vantage walk-in bath every call in the next 10 minutes will receive a fifteen hundred dollar coupon towards the purchase of a new vantage walk-in bath your aches and pains can be washed away call right now for a risk-free quote 800-552-6851 800-552-6851 that's 800-552-6851 results may vary not a solicitation for legal services if you owe the irs back taxes payroll taxes or have not filed your returns the irs will get you they can take your property take you to court even put you in jail one call to wall and associates and your tax problems are solved wall has saved clients over 150 million dollars in the last five years our average client settles for about 10 percent of what is owed with one call to wall you'll never need to talk to the irs again we offer free face-to-face consultations in your local area. Remember, Wall has a proven track record with a total client savings over $150 million. Call now for your free face-to-face consultation. 800-813-9940. Hey, travelers. Do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call, because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. 
Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. from the Lucas Oil Studios. Driven by General Tire. It's Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio redefined with Kenny Sargent. We love to party. Crash Gladys. What are we doing for the bachelorette party? And Statman. I am serious. Here's the Freaks. Second hour of Speed Freaks. Thank you guys for hanging out, man. Lucas Hall Studios, Statman, Crash Gladys, Kenny Sargent. The website, speedfreaks.tv. On Facebook, on Twitter, at Speed Freaks. Gave away our snappy little side Continental Tires lid from ESM Patrol Motorsports winners, Ryan Diol, Brandon Hartley, and Scott Sharp. Give that away to one of our Twitter followers. Be sure you're following us on Twitter. At Speed Freaks. Coming up this hour, you know the song, Freak Nation. Come on. Listen. You look at 18, 19-year-old, they think, yeah, this is from that Geico commercial. No, it's not. This damn song came out in 1985 from the band Europe. <laughs> yes, they did. They had this damn, it's, just, it's 85, everybody, 25 million records later, they're still at it, man. Joey Tippest from the band Europe joins us in about 40 minutes to talk about the new record, Walk on the Earth. He'll be joining us here in the Freak Nation. Come on, man. Got to hit the hook, right? The new record, Walk the Earth, coming out from Europe. I believe it's October 20th. Crasher, where were you in 1985 when you heard this song? Mid. Uh, hold on, middle school. Yes, middle school. Don't remember where I was when I first heard the song, but I was probably jamming in my mom's backseat. Statman, the last <laughs> sporting event you went to was a pro, a pro, pro sporting event. That wasn't motorsports. Yeah. Um. <laughs> uh, hmm. I can't think of one at the moment. I probably went to a basketball game, a Clippers game, maybe. Yeah. Uh, I that I think that's probably the last one that I went to. Yeah, that's probably a year or so ago. Look at you! You hit the hook, Holmes. It's the final 
you'll hear that song where there might be two or three seconds left in fourth quarter of an NBA game, the final countdown to get the winning shot. Yeah, they would not do that to a kicker in the NFL. That's oh, the opposing team, no, absolutely. No, okay. If it's a, if, if it's the visiting kicker, oh, hell yeah, they will. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, Joey Tippett. Who was the, the guy Europe. the other night? What's that? Who was the guy the other night that was missing all the the uh, field goals? Oh, don't what, what do that. Sure he's got some lineage, in, lineage from Ohio. No, it's Jesse Rowland. <laughs> is that his name? With kicker, Texas? Kicker from UT, man. Yeah. <laughs> Poor Kenny. You should see Kenny's face right now. <laughs> Look. It's, it's, I'm sorry. Statman can kick me in the nuts as much as he likes. He'll always have the Browns. <laughs> oh. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm starting to drift towards Seattle until <laughs> Cleveland figures it out. That you're supposed to win the games. You're not supposed to play. Seattle. <laughs> we play to win the game. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What would what would Cleveland Browns' motto be? I mean, again, they lost today. People yeah, that... literally for years. I see it every year, and I see it every year numerous times. People hire pallbearers for their dead relatives, <laughs> so they so their their diehard Cleveland Brown <laughs> relative can be let down one final time by the Cleveland Browns. I mean, come on. <laughs> come on. So, so in other words, at Cleveland Brown funerals, they play Europe's the final countdown? No, no, no. They they get some Browns, former Browns players in Browns jerseys to let them down in the ground. <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> I have seen that story right. every it's year. It's the final Brown down. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Oh, that, that one is requires toilet happening, paper. Freak Nation. That's S Yep, it is. <gasps> Holy smokes. At <sighs> Speed Freaks on Twitter and, of course, on Facebook. Damn, we took up this first segment just talking about Browns and a lousy freaking Longhorns kicker. Yeah. What is, what is yeah. out there right now? <laughs> Ryan McGee will be joining us here in the Big Nation. ESPN, ESPN.com. Shortly, Speed Freaks Fits and Lucas Old Studio. Peace out, babe. Speed Freaks. We promise to suck less. Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio, redefined the freaks. We'd like to welcome back Freak Nation affiliates. Speed Freaks on a Sunday night, the second hour. Getting right into some Crash Gladys Pit News and Notes brought to you by good friends at Continental Tire. You log on to ContinentalTire.com to find righteous rubber for your righteous ride. CottonLeTire.com. Formula One race from Japan this weekend. Hello, Lewis Hamilton. He not only took the win, but he capitalized on Sebastian Vettel going out <gasps> again. Lewis now leads the points with just four races to go, 100 points left on the table. Can he do it? NASCAR race in Charlotte. Mark Truex, can we just give him the trophy already? He took the win today in Charlotte. He's now the only guaranteed driver to advance to the grade eight, the elite eight, whatever the hell you call it. 
Truex won after qualifying his worst of the year and then not scoring any points in the first stage of the race, something he has not failed to do all year. He still pulled out the window. This guy, whatever, let's get to the end of the season. I want Martin Truex to be the champion. In the Xfinity Series, your winner was Alex Bowman. Petit Le Mans, baby. It was the season finale for IMSA Sports Cars on those Continental tires. Winners overall, Brandon Hartley, Brendan Hartley, excuse me, Ryan Diallo, Scott Sharp, Brendan Hartley's interview, if you missed it last hour, speedfreaks.com. Taylor Brothers took home the 2017 title, and we will talk to those brothers later on this week to air next Sunday. GTD winners of the race, Connor DeFilippi, Sheldon Vanderlinde, and Christopher Meese, but the champions, Christina Nielsen and Alessandro Balzan, with their second consecutive class championship. In other news, Rest in peace, Robert Yates. Monday was a very difficult day for all of us in this country. In motorsports-wise, Robert Yates lost his health battle that evening. Several drivers have been making their announcements for 2018. Two of the bigger ones, Elio Castroneves, done with IndyCar. He's going to sports cars full-time, except, of course, for the Indy 500. Tony Kanaan, speaking of IndyCar and Indy 500, he's moving to one of the AJ Foyt's vacancies. Formula One announced they will now be carried on ABC ESPN. What? And NHRA announced some wicked changes to pro-stock qualifying their format for 2018. Some of the races, only eight-car fields. Eh? Coming up, Ryan McGee from ESPN, ESPN.com. little Charlotte conversation. Kyle Busch kissing the walls. Coming up, Speed Freaks Pits at Lucas Oil Studios. Motorsports Radio, redefined. Welcome to beautiful Phoenix Raceway. We're just moments from the Monster Energy NASCAR Cup Series semifinal. But all eyes are on one man, the people's champion, Dale Earnhardt Jr. The semifinal. The farewell. Dale Earnhardt Jr. Take a bow. The Can-Am 500, November 10th through the 12th. Guarantee your seats now at phoenixraceway.com. No matter how big your car or truck is, nothing in your engine takes more abuse than its oil. But with Lucas Heavy Duty Oil Stabilizer, your engine oil will last longer to do the job it was designed to do. Protect your engine and offer peak performance. Lucas Heavy Duty Oil Stabilizer eliminates dry starts, lowers engine temperatures, and prolongs the life of your oil up to 50%. Don't let your engine be caught dead without the protection and performance of Lucas Heavy Duty Oil Stabilizer. What's up? It's Kenny Sargent. And for my motorsports fix, bam, I turn it on MAV-TV. MAV-TV, a network loaded with car and motorcycle shows, motorsports events, and exclusive automotive reality shows like Full Custom, Wrench Wars. What about drag boats? They got them. Off-road, sprint cars, pro pulling league, motocross, they're all on MAV-TV. It's the answer for those jonesing looking for some automotive action. Don't get MAV-TV? Call your local provider and get it. Check them out at MAVTV.com on Twitter and Facebook. MAV-TV is motorsports. Hey, cat owners, stop killing the earth. Yeah, you heard me right. You've done angelic work by rescuing cats from death row. Now do your part to save the planet. Dump your old clay litter, part of 8 billion pounds of waste clogging up landfills yearly, and go to catspotlitter.com. Order the all-natural, all-organic cat spot litter. It's made of 100% coconut. It's long-lasting. It eliminates odors and only weighs 5 pounds. Oh, and delivered to your door for just $15 a month with free delivery. Hello. Look, 
Unlike old, dusty, heavy clay litter that we're so used to, Cat Spot Litter's work is not over when the litter box needs to be changed. When your Cat Spot Litter has run its course, you dump it in your garden, your lawn, compost it. It contains natural nutrients and absorbs water. You've saved a cat's life. Now go save the planet at catspotlitter.com. Your cat will thank you and the planet thanks you. Organic, odor eliminating, and just 15 bucks a month. Catspotlitter.com. The Extreme Contact Sport is Continental Tire's newest ultra-high-performance summer tire. Tested to the limits by championship-winning race car drivers, the Extreme Contact Sport satisfies the most demanding driver. This dynamic street tire was built for car enthusiasts and engineered for extreme grip in dry and wet conditions. Whether it's a Sunday drive on the open road or you need to get to and from work, this tire is for what you do. For more information, visit ContinentalTire.com. That's ContinentalTire.com. Continental Tire, proud partner with the Freaks. You're listening to Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio Redefined. This segment brought to you by our friends at Phoenix Raceway. It will be your last chance to see Dale Earnhardt Jr. in the 88 in Phoenix at Phoenix Raceway. Second to the last race of the NASCAR Cup season. You log on to phoenixraceway.com to get your tickets for the Can-Am 500 coming up in November at Phoenix Raceway. Ryan McGee, ESPN, ESPN.com, joining the freaks. And I don't give a damn if it's college football or NASCAR. So boy covers it. And if you followed him today, there's some tweets up there that I want to talk to him about. Ryan McGee joining the freaks right about now. And McGee, it's been a while since you've been in the Freak Nation. And Statman and I, we always talk about this when it comes to Martin Truex, how we still perceive martin truex to be the the little engine that could or the little team that could the way he continues to kick the ass of these multi-car teams do you as a a rider who covers nascar as deep as you do continue to see martin truex in this manner well it's funny i I actually i was having this conversation today at charlotte about you know at what point do you kind of get rid of that narrative i wrote a column i wrote a column i guess it was it was toward the end of august and i just said i said listen his 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 comeback is easily one of my favorite stories i've ever covered because you know that night at richmond been what five years ago now and easily one of the darkest nights in the history of stock car racing and you know the big loser and all that was martin and i thought everybody thought his career was over with and his career had always been this almost there, but never really closed the deal kind of deal. You know, he was handpicked by Dale Jr. to go in that Bush car, whatever, Xfinity, whatever we're calling it back then. And so, yeah, but, but you win six races, and you've done it several years in a row now. At some point, I was having this conversation with Joe Garoni that, you know, runs the team out there. At some point, I'm going to quit treating you like uh, like you're the underdog, because the reality is is that, he could have very easily already won 11 races this year, 12 races this year, with any luck at all. You know, his, his luck has always been so bad, but he's so good right now that he's even managed to outrun his bad luck at, at least six times this year. So it's now nah, I'm with you guys. It's, it's, at some point, it isn't that anymore um, because he's just, I mean, it's been a while since we've seen somebody just stomp through the whole year. We've seen streaks. You know, guys, hot in the spring, hot in the summer, hot in the fall, but not the other uh, the other parts of the year. And Martin has never slowed down since week two. 
Ryan McGee, ESPN, ESPN.com, joining the Freaks. And that's just one thing that we continue to point out is what what the hell was it? That What was the spark? What was the significant improvement in his driving or the or or the off the track? I don't know what the hell it was when the light went on. Have you been able to zero in on that with Truex? Well, it's it's a it's a complicated equation because and, and it's funny too is people automatically kind of want to run to the Toyota thing and being a so you know a, a basically a satellite team of Gibbs, but people forget now is that three years ago he made the final four at Homestead as an RCR satellite car, you know, running Chevys and, and as a lame duck like they knew at that point he was more than likely Furniture Row was more likely going to be done. So you know his first year at Furniture Row was awful, and the next year. He almost won a championship. So, people, real quick to write it to the Toyota thing. The reality is, is that you know what? Three out of the last four years now, he's been a legit championship contender, and probably, I mean, I mean, it's gonna it's gonna be impossible now almost for him not to be in the Final Four homestead. Like I say, for what three out of the last five years. So yeah, it's listen. Just when it works, it works, and you know, you can hear it on the radio. You know, you, when when a crew chief. And a driver have it, and when the guy who runs the team, and I'm talking about Joe Garoni, who who was a crew chief for years, as you guys know, and ran NASCAR, the, the original director of the NASCAR R&D Center, about you know 15 years ago. When, when it works, it works, and and it even goes to Barney Visser. It even goes to the, to the owner of the team, who just you know he believes in hiring the right guys. I, what I love about him is Barney just says whatever's on his mind. I was talking to the guys. You guys know the, the the guys that run PR for that team, and they're just laughing. They said, you know, you kind of give Barney his talking points, and you know he's not going to do it. You know, he's just going to speak his mind, and that's fine. And he he pays for everything. You know, he's not dependent on a sponsor. He is his own sponsor. So sometimes I've been out to that shop in Denver. There's only a few riders been out there, and I've been out to that shop in Denver, and there's a vibe in the building that just you guys know when you get in the building it's just like college football i get to practice i can tell pretty quick when a team knows it's good and those guys just know they're good and the chemistry works and you know get what you can while you can because as you guys know it doesn't happen very often ryan mcgee i got a thousand questions i want to ask you but there's one that you might be able to solve a problem for what's going on in the background here at speed freaks You've been around college football, and you've seen the value of having a medical staff around and how they help the players, and uh, they can deal with the players immediately. You think that's necessary to have somebody that would know the drivers and be able to avoid the kind of thing that happened today in Charlotte where a driver got out of the car and collapsed? Yeah, 100%. And I think, first of all, it's good to hear your voice, but, 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 but yeah, 100%. And I, I'm a big believer in, like, you know, we all, you, you know, a lot of NASCAR guys, you know this, that's all they watch. They don't watch anything else. You know, us, what do we do? We watch everything. And so we know what the safety safari means. And we know what the same doctors traveling with IndyCar or CART back in the day or sports cars, whatever, the same doctors travel with those crews. So Formula One, same way, the same doctors travel with those guys. And what that lets them know is, listen, when I go to my doctor, Dr. Raman knows when he sees me immediately how I'm feeling because he knows me. He's been my doctor for 20 years. And it's just like that at the racetrack. You know, when you're dealing with concussions and you're dealing with you know, having ingested carbon monoxide for the last 45 minutes, all those things, 
you need somebody to be able to look at you and know immediately if you're not right. And that's only somebody that knows you. So, yeah, I'm a big believer in, and it's something that NASCAR has kind of committed to. I mean, they're, they're medical guys traveling this year that haven't traveled before, and, and they're getting there. But at the end of the day, you know, you, all of us have seen what happens when the guy who's out there all the time gets to the car or he's waiting in the medical center, and these guys walk to the medical center, and they know immediately if something's wrong because these are their patients. And so, yeah, I'm all for, and I know it costs money, but I'm all for anything you can possibly do to give me the quickest and most accurate diagnosis. Immediately. You talk to drivers, heaven knows that's what they want. So, yeah, I'm all for spending whatever you got to spend in, in that area. So I would think it would be simple to put minimally put a carbon monoxide detector. I got yeah. one in my office right here. Put that yeah. in the car so you don't have – I thought it was borderline insane to have uh, Burton on the air today talking about how strong and bold uh, Kyle Busch is because he can drive with all that stuff in the car and still get out of the car and go to the edge. That's insanity. It just doesn't have to be that way anymore. You know, it's to me, it's 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 just like concussions. You know, you talk to Dale Hart Jr about his experience with concussions. And my, my colleague Tommy Tomlinson wrote that phenomenal piece in ESPN Magazine earlier this year where he was with Dale Jr. when he was doing all these crazy tests. And I can tell you this, you know, when I'm going to cover Pitt or West Virginia or whoever else, when I have to fly into the Pittsburgh airport, and Pittsburgh is where the concussion experts are, and this goes back to, to football work, that's where Dale Jr. goes all the time. That's where Dale Jr. goes diagnosed. That's where he goes back for checkups. I can tell you guys, in that Pittsburgh airport, every other time I'm in the airport, there's a race car driver sitting there, and they're on their way to Pittsburgh to get checked out. And so, you know, that's how serious it is. And the science that we know now tells us that, you know, I always talk about Ricky. I saw Ricky Rudd at Robert Yates' funeral uh, just Friday, and I always talk about Ricky Rudd, you know, racing with his eyelids taped open. And that sounds like the coolest story of all time. And in the early 1980s when he did it, that was so cool. That should never happen again, ever, because those stories sound great. But the reality is that's so stupid. It's so dumb. And we just, the days of doing it like that, taping aspirin to it, that's over with, man. And so to me, having a guy riding around out there sucking up carbon monoxide every lap, um, you know, because, because and it's not his fault because, you know, the crush panels are gone, you know, it's been around forever, but it didn't have to be that way anymore. And it's just not very smart. And the way that the system is set up, you don't have to go get points every week like you did before. You, you, if you're Kyle Busch, pretty good chance you're going you're gonna to be in the next round of the playoff anyway. So that's why it's set up like that. So why risk it at that point other than to just be a manly man? And I just, I'm, you know, I don't know, maybe, maybe call me whatever you want to call me, but I just, I think those days are, uh, I think those days should be good behind us. They should be behind us like the pink shirts, huh? <laughs> pink shirts, boys. Hey, <laughs> we go back. And, uh, yeah, the, to the late 90s and RPM tonight, uh, God rest his soul, and, uh, and John Kernan in the pink shirts. <laughs> one more. One more silly question. Dude, I, I smile when I see you on college football. 
because I know you got to have more miles on your airline tickets than any than any ten people. Do you ever have to pay for a flight when the seasons are all over? You probably have miles to go all over the world. Yeah, here's the problem though, and you guys know this: the season never ends. My wife gives me a hard time about this. I, I, so so I was at the race at Charlotte today. I've already been on an airplane. I've already been on an airplane tonight. So my wife always laughs. I got more points than anybody you know, and I don't ever get to use any of them because uh, because the you know. But I love it. I always say I'm on the redneck beat, man. I, I do I do motorsports and I do college football. And uh, you know, back in the day, and baseball. Uh, in, fact, we, in fact, we got married. We got married our, our wedding anniversary, like so many in the NASCAR garage, November 21st, because that used to be the weekend after Atlanta, the, the finale. <laughs> so that don't even exist anymore. My anniversary, I'm probably. At a game or at Homestead or at a game in Homestead. So, yeah, I got plenty of points. Uh, the problem is I can't use any of them. <laughs> Ryan McGee, you see him covering college football NASCAR for ESPN, ESPN.com. Ryan, in five years, you bring up the season never ends. you speaking of things that are obvious and black and white for me and millions of others is this long-ass NASCAR season. Yeah. With the current TV contract that we have, who – I, I've heard that NBC's in the offices, and so is Fox, to say, look, man, we need to get some of this money back, and we got to figure out how to get some asses in the seats of the couches to watch what we're doing here. Do you think we'll see a reduction in races within the next four or five years? Uh, you know, I have been beating this drum forever. Um, I think that particularly when it comes to NASCAR, I think the races are too long. I think the race weekends are too long. And I've always believed that the schedule is too long. Um, and I think that, that there's two, two issues there. Number one is, and, and I get it, if I'm NBC, uh, I need programming, man. You know, if I'm Fox Sports 1, you know, I need programming. Those, 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 those networks are still getting going. And, you know, I, I was with Fox back when we kind of turned Fox Sports Net into a national deal and when Speed Channel was getting going. You've got to have the programming. And, you know, the reality is is that their, their, stu- their NASCAR studio shows are their highest-rated shows. You know, uh, my friends on the Race Hub at FS1, that's their highest-rated studio show. So I get why they want it to last all year, but there's just an exhaustion that sets in, man. And, and I've always believed that, you know, back in the day, NASCAR needed to run all year because you were constantly trying to get new fans. And if you went away, maybe they'd forget about you. It's not that way anymore. You know, you think about why – are spring college football scrimmages the most excruciatingly boring events? You know, ESPN will televise 25 of them. And, and in all of them, there will be 50,000 people there. Alabama will have 100,000 people there. Why in the world is the NFL draft as big of a deal as it is? It's the only football you get from the end of January until Labor Day weekend. And so I just think that NASCAR never goes away. And so as a result... It's just I failed economics in college, but it seems like pretty simple supply and demand. Take away the supply and, you know, make them, make them miss it. And so, uh, I, you know, I, I argue with IndyCar people about this all the time. I'm a huge fan of them ending the season. I, thought they, I still think they should end the season Labor Day weekend like they did before. I thought they waited a week too late this year. So it's just, if it never goes away, people are never going to miss it. But, um, but, the, but I, the networks is the first part of the problem. The second part of the problem is the culture of the sport is, they don't. Those people don't want to be home. I remember going to a tire test at Indianapolis, and Mike Helton and John Darby and Robin Pemberton were sitting there. I'm like, "Why are you guys here?" And they're like, well, "We got to be here." No, you don't. There's three cars testing tires. 
you know, go home, go see your families. But they just, but they're 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 creatures of the road, man. That's just all they want to do is be at the racetrack, and and God bless them, I love them for it. But at the end of the day, you know, you got to give the people, you got to take it away from them to make them want it. Yeah, that's something we've been campaigning. If God, it seems like. 15 years now but the bottom line if the nascar studio shows are the highest rated studio shows then that would do good in times of the year when there are no races on sunday there's still tons to talk about so you would think that that would even be a part of the argument to keep races away just race six months out of the year uh, first of all, I'm glad to know you were there. I thought these dudes know, right? keep talking. Is last even going to she going to get to speak up? But no, the the uh, um, well, you talking about RPM tonight. What we discovered about RPM tonight back in the day was we would be on the air seven days a week from like the week before the Daytona 500 through whatever the NASCAR finale was in, in late November. But what we discovered was was that when we would do the show on Sunday nights, the ratings were through the roof. On like old ESPN two that no one had, and the reason was because that's all they had to watch. You know, that's all they had, and we had and we had no problem filling the show. It was a half hour show. There was plenty of stuff to talk about, but you know, you give them just a little taste and remind them that you know it's going to come back. But you know, listen, the NASCAR season ends the weekend before Thanksgiving. The weekend after Thanksgiving is the banquet. You know, for years they'd have a, another test at Charlotte or somewhere. And then, you know, uh, they're testing at Daytona, what, first week of January, used to, media tour, um, Daytona media days. I mean, honestly, there's about six weeks off, and that's it. And that's just not enough to uh, to make them want it. But I just I, – I dominate the summer, man. You, 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 in the summertime, you got nothing. You got no competition. God bless baseball. But if it's Wednesday night and the Indians and the, and the Reds are playing again, well, then, and, and meanwhile, they're racing at Bristol on a Wednesday night. What am I going to watch? You know, I just condense the schedule, keep the same number of races as you want to, but just dominate the summertime when you got no competition because I love it. But let me tell you something, it was dead at the racetrack today. And part of that was the weather, but a big part of that, too, was the Panthers were playing Football. in Detroit. Yep. And there was a full slate of NFL games. And when they were running this race on Saturday night, you know, I wasn't ever going because there was college football going on. So you just you're not going to win against football in the World Series. So uh, why don't you why don't you why don't you wear them out in the summertime when there's nothing else going on? <laughs> Ryan McGee, McGee, a great follow on Twitter, Freak Nation. More importantly, read this dude at ESPNESPN.com and catch up with his football and his NASCAR coverage. McGee, man, it's too damn long in between times we get you here in the Freak Nation, buddy. Thanks for doing it. Can you feel me just trying to cram in as much as I can? I don't ever talk to you all very much. So when I do, I try to talk entirely too long because I'm so excited to talk to you. (laughs) (laughs) Trust me, this this segment went about five minutes too long anyway. Hey, but it was good. It was good. That's right. Well, we had to go that long just to get her in there. Otherwise, we'd be eating it all up. That's right. The guys are sucking the air out of the room, man. Well, dude, go get get some sleep, man, all right? Thanks, y'all. I appreciate it. You got it. More Freaks next. Freak Radio Network. Good evening, my fellow citizens. Early last January, Ford said it would set aside more than $4 billion to work on electrifying its product line, including its Mustang and F-150 trucks. The massive plan would bring new cars, 
new jobs, and new ideas to Detroit. Shortly after the announcement, I asked the head of Ford Racing if this would affect any motorsports plans going forward. I was assured it wouldn't. Well, this week Ford said it was putting its World Rallycross budgets with Ken Block on hold for the time being. It said it wanted to see where the sport was going. I take that to mean that overtures toward creating electric or hybrid rallycross cars could bring Ford back to the paddock. Always remember that Ford and any other manufacturer is in the business of selling cars and not racing them. If Rallycross started allowing cars that Ford wants to build, guess where Ford would be spending its time and dollars? Until then, stand by. Peace. Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio, redefined. The sun can make your outdoor deck and patio space so hot and uncomfortable you can't use it. But now there's the Sunsetter Retractable Awning. A Sunsetter Retractable Awning opens and closes in just 60 seconds, and it keeps your patio about 20 degrees cooler. It provides instant shade and protection from the sun's harmful rays. You can get your Sunsetter for as little as $5.99 when you call now to get your special $200 discount certificate and free awning idea kit. You're going to love your Sunsetter Retractable Awning. Sunsetter awnings are assembled in America and guaranteed to last. So call 800-692-0268 now to get a free awning idea kit with DVD plus your $200 Sunsetter discount certificate. This is a limited time offer, so call 800-692-0268. That's 800-692-0268 for your free awning idea kit with DVD and $200 discount certificate. There's no obligation, so call 800-692-0268 now. Rebuild or replace transmission, $3,200. Anti-lock brake system, $1,000. Rebuild or replace engine, $2,400. Truth is, once your manufacturer's warranty runs out, it's all on you. Every last cent. Get protection for covered repairs with a vehicle service contract from Toco Warranty. Unlike other companies, with Toco, there's no down payment, and the monthly payments are really affordable. Not sure how long you're keeping your car? At Toco, you can pay as you go. Keep your hard-earned cash and call Toco Warranty right now at 800-222-2313 to save big money on covered auto repairs. Prices vary by vehicle, but for about the cost of a tank of gas per month, a Toco plan has your back on expensive covered car repairs. Monthly payments are very affordable. Get your free quote now. Call Toco at 800-222-2313. That's 800-222-2313. 800-222-2313. Cancellation fee may apply. Subject to eligibility. Not available in Missouri and Washington. Waiting period and deductible apply. Coverage provided and administered by Warrantech Corporation or its affiliates. Not affiliated with any manufacturer or dealership. Visit tocowarranty.com for complete terms and conditions. My joints used to kill me. I'd wake up with stiff knees and a stiff back, and it wouldn't get much better throughout the day. I went to doctors and took almost every supplement you can think of, and nothing seemed to help. Then I found something called Oil Can Joint Lubricant. They use only top-of-the-line you know, many companies make similar claims, but here's the big difference. Oil can ingredients are scientifically formulated to work together faster than anything else in the marketplace. That's guaranteed. I take oil can every day. My knee pain was gone in just a few days. So if you have knee pain, back pain, and you've tried everything, try oil can joint lubricant risk-free right now. I'm confident you'll have fewer aches and pains within days, or we will gladly refund your money. Call right now. 
Speed Freaks on a Sunday night. Coming up in about seven minutes, Joey Tempest from the band Europe. Got a new record coming out, Walk the Earth. In a couple of weeks in October. Of course, the song, The Final Countdown. If you are, what, younger than 35, maybe? You think it's from the Geico commercial from the band Europe and the Final Cat? No, these guys have been around since 1985. 25 million records later, they're still doing it. Broke up a little bit, then in 2004 got back together, and now, uh, actually, oh gosh, what was it? It was a record before this in 2015 that really uh, solidified these guys that, you know, they're just not cashing paychecks. So now with this new record, We'll hear more from Joint Tempest. Real quick, to get back, we, I know we got a break here pretty quick, but to get back to something Ryan McGee said <laughs> about dominating the summer. Was he referencing Stad or Crash that you would run maybe on a Saturday night, then on a Wednesday night, four or five days no, later? No, I think he was just referencing the fact that NASCAR needs to get out of the fall kind of sort of get out of the spring, just dominate the summer. He loves how IndyCar sometimes mostly ends at Labor Day weekend, allows football to take the fall, just racing in general, dominate the summer because baseball is going to go through the fall still. People like the playoffs in baseball in the fall. That doesn't need to worry about NFL. Racing, take the summer, make it yours. I just find it hard to believe that of all the programs on Fox Sports 1 that (laughs) – NASCAR is the number one. Uh, that just show. is difficult studio to show. believe. They have had issues with some studio shows, though. Yeah. From what I've been hearing. Freak Nation, Joey Tempest, the band Europe. No, it's not from the commercial. Well, we'll talk about it. The Geico commercial. Kind of is. Again, 25 million records later. Walk the Earth is the new record. Dude's voice still sounds pretty. Just sounds freaking awesome. Next, Speed Freaks Pits, Lucas Hole Studios. Freaks, Motorsports Radio, redefined. Introducing Lucas Oil Racing TV, your exclusive unlimited 24-7 motorsports app. Now you can watch all your favorite motorsports anytime, anywhere. Get the finest in grassroots racing, national events, live coverage, behind-the-scenes action, and interviews you won't see anywhere else. There's also automotive how-to shows and some of motorsports' biggest names like Dave Despain, hosting the legends and current superstars of racing. For more information, visit lucasoilracing.tv. Lucas Oil Racing TV. Grab it and hold on tight. The Extreme Contact Sport is Continental Tire's newest ultra-high-performance summer tire. Tested to the limits by championship-winning race car drivers, the Extreme Contact Sport satisfies the most demanding driver. This dynamic street tire was built for car enthusiasts and engineered for extreme grip in dry and wet conditions. Whether it's a Sunday drive on the open road or you need to get to and from work, this tire is for what you do. For more information, visit ContinentalTire.com. That's ContinentalTire.com. Continental Tire, proud partner with the Freaks. Looking for more performance out of your car or truck? Looking to do it without breaking the bank? Then look no further than Lucas Octane Booster. Just one little bottle can increase the boost from your turbocharger while promoting a clean fuel burn for lower emissions. Lucas Octane Booster is a genuine engine performance enhancer that is safe for turbos, oxygen sensors, and catalytic converters. It stops the knocks while raising MPG and high compression engines. Not bad from one little red bottle. Welcome to beautiful Phoenix Raceway. We're just moments from the Monster Energy NASCAR Cup Series semifinal. But all eyes are on one man, the people's champion, Dale Earnhardt Jr. Green, 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 green. 
That 88 is on a mission. The semifinal. Harkins. The farewell. Taylor Hunt Jr. Take a bow. The Can-Am 500, November 10th through the 12th. Guarantee your seats now at phoenixraceway.com. Hey, cat owners, stop killing the earth. Yeah, you heard me right. You've done angelic work by rescuing cats from death row. Now do your part to save the planet. Dump your old clay litter, part of 8 billion pounds of waste clogging up landfills yearly, and go to catspotlitter.com. Order the all-natural, all-organic cat spot litter. It's made of 100% coconut. It's long-lasting. It eliminates odors and only weighs 5 pounds. Oh, and delivered to your door for just $15 a month with free delivery. Hello. Look, unlike old, dusty, heavy clay litter that we're so used to, Cat Spot Litter's work is not over when the litter box needs to be changed. When your Cat Spot Litter has run its course, you dump it in your garden, your lawn, compost it. It contains natural nutrients and absorbs water. You've saved a cat's life. Now go save the planet at catspotlitter.com. Your cat will thank you and the planet thanks you. Organic, odor eliminating, and just 15 bucks a month. Catspotlitter.com. You're listening to Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio Redefined. with the freaks follow us on twitter at speed freaks we're there for you on facebook at the website speedfreaks.tv freak nation it was probably 82 83 when we first heard of this band called europe and they're still out there 25 million albums later and now the new album coming out walk on the earth october 20th here in the states joey tempest founding member of europe joining the freaks and joe you've got one of those voices that you could hear one note from you and you know exactly who this guy is and it's joey tempest how have you <laughs> been able to keep that voice sounding so similar over the last three four decades oh man thank you yeah well maybe maybe it's a good thing yeah i hope so <laughs> uh yeah, you know, in the beginning, we were, we grew up in Stockholm, just outside Stockholm. We used to go and see hard rock bands like Rainbow, Thin Lizzy, Deep Purple when they come to town. And we go to rehearsal, and, and John Nora, my guitar player, he plays so loud, so damn loud, that I had to start singing very high and, and started pushing my voice to, to, to just you know, be, be heard in rehearsal. So maybe that's how it started. But, you know, it's just singing. You know, I, I used to listen a lot to... Uh, to, to bands like Led Zeppelin and Deep Purple and, and, and just it's that, that classic way of singing rock music, you know? Because I, I bring that up because I talked to a number of singers that have been doing it for, again, for, for decades, and they say originally they started out at a different octave, but something changed the way they approached their music, and then they settled in on what they're singing with at this point. Was that you originally? Did you come in with a, with a different octave? Not really. I mean, obviously, in the early careers of many singers, you sing quite high. You, when you write a song, you make it, you know, you, you, you do it in a high key because you think you, you're uh, bulletproof. You can do anything. <laughs> but later in the career, you realize, hang on a second, uh, I'm, this is a bit high. I might have to change a few notes when we sing live. 
But no, I mean, even on the the last album, the latest album we recorded in Abbey Road in in London, Walk the Earth, I I pushed my voice quite hard, and I I just try to enjoy every single track and approach it slightly different, and listen to the music and the chords, see what vibe it brings, and just sing with all the experience I gathered over the years. You guys basically started up again in 2004, and at that point, you you guys kind of came together and said, we're moving forward, not looking back. Can you explain? Yeah, actually, that was kind of a brave decision at the time. We said, let's just make all decisions within the band. Let's license our music, let's own our music, let's... Let's, let's become a bit nerdy, learning about recording techniques, studios, producers. Let's start to sniff out the best producers out there and, and do this as a, an adventure and a long-term, long-term thing and build it up again, you know, because when we were in the 80s and 90s, we had a blast and, and one of the biggest bands around at the time, but we, we, we also were in the hands of big labels and, and producers that, that put their sound on things. So we wanted to do it when we started 2004. Let's do this our way and... We can't imagine. I mean, we're just so lucky. We're here today, and we've done six new albums since we started, and we have sort of gained some more fans, and, and, and we've changed. It's kind of a new band now, but of course we like playing the old songs live. It's a, it's a great place for, for some tracks. But in the studio, we try not to be nostalgic, but to move forward all the time with our writing and expression, you know? But that's where so many bands, I mean, you it's art. You can't really say somebody does it right, somebody does it wrong. But in my opinion, that's where some bands do it, I guess, wrong. Because they're afraid to grow. They're afraid to push the limits. And, yeah, you come back at 2004, technology's changed. The way people get their music has changed. And it's even changed today since then. So, yeah, the fact that you guys are embracing all the changes, that's huge. And that's only going to keep you guys relevant. Oh, thank you very much. It's a good observation. Yeah, we... We have, we have tried to just move in a different way, I think, because it's easy to, to, to want to, to, to please your, your fan base or to please people around you and, and to do what you did before. But we, we said from the very beginning, let's not do that. Let's, let's make all the decisions in the rehearsal. We, 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 we make the decisions, and no one's going to influence us. Let's move forward. Because we, we, we admire bands like that, like Deep Purple, for instance. They moved and, and twist and turn over the years. And Rush, for instance, Rush yeah. has been a great influence because the way they've been just twisting and turning exactly the way they want to do, and still people follow them, and they maybe even works better if, if the band just goes completely uh, their own way. You used the word nerdy earlier. Let's get nerdy in the studio, but aren't you having more fun? <laughs> yeah, we are. That's probably why we're, uh, I mean, we're learning about recording techniques and, and old consoles. I mean, when we were in Abbey Road now, it's a, it's a contemporary studio now. It's one of the best in the world in London, but it also has the desk, the dark side of the moon desk, uh, the, the Beatles from the 60s, and those desks are kept in good order. So Dave Cobb, our producer, who also does Jason Isbell and Rival Sons and all those guys, he's a Grammy Award winner. He, he was like a kid in the candy store. Let's bring all those old vintage stuff up in the studio. And we're also learning and, and, and wanting to, to, to use these things. So we combine them with the new world and try to make a sound that's warm but still punchy and, and still classic because we believe the best rock drums and guitars and everything was was recorded in the 70s. It was perfected in the 70s. In 80s, we had a lot of toys come into the studio, a lot of digital toys, a lot of things, and people like to overproduce slightly, and maybe we were guilty of that a little bit too, but it's just the way you go, the things you go through. But, but now, I think we've put a, 
trying to learn and figuring out how to record it the best way. Okay, talking about all this moving forward, let's let's go a little bit back to the nostalgia and how did you yeah. guys get hooked up with Geico with the final countdown? <laughs> yeah, that was actually a few years ago now. We we got we got a request. We got a, a, a few a, a bit earlier actually, but we weren't sure but we researched their directors they were using. We researched and we, and we looked at their clips they've been doing, and we actually started laughing at some of those. And we thought this is quite clever. They're quite good. You know, maybe this could be a fun thing to do. So what we did, what we said to them, okay, but we want an okay script, we want an okay director, but we also want to use a new version of the final countdown. So the one that you hear in the Geico commercial is actually a live recording where we took the audience out and made it from Germany, I think. Um, uh, and, and Kevin Shirley, a great, great engineer, uh, mixed it for us. So that, those were the criteria that we wanted to do. And then we just went to LA for a couple of days, and we, we had a blast uh, doing that. <laughs> that was a lot of fun doing that, uh, that, that shoot. Every time I'm at the microwave now, I sing your song because of that commercial. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> If you're the band Europe, you love a final countdown. It's what you do. If you want to save 15% or more on car insurance, you switch to Geico. It's what you do. Joy Tempest of Europe joining the Freaks. That's got to be fascinating for you. Again, you, you killed it for so many years here in the States in the in the 80s. For a lot of people, you went dark and you come back You know, 30 years later. And you start selling hey. records. How does that happen to a band? Is that is, is that happenstance? I don't know. It's thank you so much, though. But it's been a long journey, and I think it's because also we're five same guys. We're from we knew each other. We've known each other from teenage years. We used to go and see shows together, and and um, uh, Rainbow, the Purple, Thin Lizzy, and, and 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 we just that foundation is still there, and and we sort of spur each other on, and we write together, and we want to learn about things. Maybe it's unique. I don't. I don't know so many bands. Maybe that do what we do, but we, we, we enjoy it. And I mean, it's it's been a it's been a while. I mean, eleven, twelve years now since we started again, and and it's now on Walk the Earth where we feel like things are coming together. Especially that song. We're immensely proud of that song. I mean, it's like when you listen to it and we and we talk about it. It's like, how did we do that? That's amazing, you know. So we feel very proud and and having a good time at the moment. You've got a song on the new record called GTO. I've heard three songs. I haven't heard GTO. Is GTO what every red-blooded American male dreamt about back in the 70s, driving a GTO? It's the car, absolutely, yeah. It's, it's, uh, <laughs> it's about freedom of the road, driving the car you love. And Because I, we, we were in Abbey Road, and Dave Cobb, the producer, said, you know, have, you, have we got any dri car driving songs? And I, I, was, I was thinking of it was John Norum's guitar song, and I was yeah, this could be it. You know, why don't we sit down and, and work on this lyric? So me and Dave actually put together something. We were we just goofing around, and why don't we call it GTO, and, and we want to just have a car-driving song. Yeah, it's an up-tempo song uh, of the new album. It's a pretty cool track. Is that a guy, and again, what are you, early early 50s? I say that because I'm, I'm mid-50s myself. Are you, are you mid-50s? Uh, sort of. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> is that a guy early to mid. I'm, I'm early to mid boy. is that a guy growing yeah. up in Sweden was that the car that a dude at 17 or 18 year old 
in Sweden dreamt about? Was it GTO or a Firebird or a good old you know steel well, metal actually, Camaro? Funny you say that because there is a community in Sweden that still drive around and they meet up and they drive on Friday and Saturday night through Stockholm and Gothenburg and they through the to this other cities in Stockholm. They drive these cars and they they love it. Uh, me personally, I, I, my first car was an old beat up P eighteen hundred Volvo. Uh, I don't know. I, I, I didn't have an, an American car, but I always dreamt of having one. But yeah, it, it's just something that we we. Sweden was very, uh, we had a lot of American TV coming to Sweden when we were kids, and we loved it, and we saw a lot of those cars, and it, it was kind of uh, growing up with those cars as well. Because, again, you know, we would cruise the streets in my mom's Camaro or my buddy's Firebird and have some you know, Zeppelin going or some Rainbow or some early Judas Priest. You, you couldn't be in a Cadillac or a Buick. You had to be in a, a GTO or a Camaro playing that kind of music. <laughs> That's it. That's it. And I remember Dave told me when we wrote this song, he sat down. So we talked about cars, and he just bought a Shelby. I think. I think it was a Mustang. He just and, and uh, we were talking about these typical, you know, great, great, great cars. Well, I'm going to jump into just a couple of sports questions. Uh, and, and Swedish sports stars some have fascinated me for for quite a while, given the fact that you've had some badass soccer players, and then of course you can't forget names like. Beyond Borg, and if you're a hockey fan, Peter Forsberg, things like that. Did you have sports stars in Sweden that you're you're big homers of growing up? Yeah, there was a few. Obviously, uh, I remember Burja Salming. You know, you guys know him. Oh yes, Burja Salming. He was a huge star. Beyond Borg. I met a couple of times too when I was younger, and uh-huh. he was he was a big inspiration. But it was also skiing. Uh, Ingmar Stenmark, downhill skiing. Uh, he was just a huge star and, and inspiration for all of us kids. Uh, yeah, so there was different sports and uh, different personalities and teams, of course. Uh, IFK Gothenburg, where my parents came from, I used to like. That was a football team I used to like. Yeah, it was, it was various people that, that really that inspired you, you know? You know, you bring up Ingmar Stenmark. I think he was the one, I think it was 86 86 World Cup races. Uh, was he? Yeah, he won 80, almost 90 individual World Cup races. They had to change the freaking rules in alpine skiing because of Ingmar Stenmark. Yeah, I think he, he he broke some rules. I mean, Sweden just stood still when he when he was racing. Uh, no, there was no one on the street. There were, everybody was in watching him. He was such a big influence and, and star, and he was really cool. He's still around. I. I live in London these days for many years now, and, and my, my family here, but uh, he's still on, on a very much a respected personality and stuff in Sweden. Do you follow hockey much? Not so much anymore. I used to a lot. I used to play as well. Um, but live, uh, since the career took off, and I, I, moved, I moved away from Sweden. I lived in uh, various places. I live in London since many years, and uh, I follow some football here, of course, and uh, Formula One. Me and my dad, I used to drive go-kart when I was a kid, and my dad was my mechanic, and he did quite well. And the problem was when I met John Oram and started a rock band, that, that sort of was more exciting for me. But, uh, yeah, so then me and my dad, we've, we've had this sort of Formula One sort of interest going on, and so that's kind of cool. He's, he's getting, uh, he's getting, he's like 85 or 86, but he still watches a lot of sports, a lot of sports and, and a lot of motorsports as well. Yeah, I was trying to think who would be... Gosh. Ronnie, Ronnie Peterson was one of the drivers we had, a Swedish driver. 
he got killed and he, I think he, he went in a car crash but he, he was a big hero of Formula 1 Swedish driver it's huge a long time ago now but uh, I mean for <laughs> me it was uh, you know uh, Arthur Senna and people like that oh you know, that yes was, that was Joey Tempest with the band Europe joining the freaks Joey thanks for doing this buddy we look forward to catching you in 2018 thanks so much for talking to me take care guys Brick Nation is called Walk the Earth. Again, the single's out now. Album out October 20th. Joy Tempest with the band Europe. October 20th, Walk the Pretty damn good record. A GTO. Statman have a little bit of flashbacks there, weren't you, Holmes? You're not kidding. Brought tears to my eyes. Sweetest car I ever had. The 67 Goat Blue with a white interior. That thing would lay down rubber until I told it not to. It's an incredible <laughs> car. Did you buy it new? No, I bought it from a clown who thought the engine was blown, and I realized it was just an intake manifold gasket, and uh, I paid him like $300 for it, put $70 into it, and drove it like a madman for as long as I had it till the last day. You know what? Intake manifold probably sounds like AOL, uh, instant messenger to, pe- to, <laughs> <laughs> to millennials. <laughs> I just wow. thought of that. Yeah, like snail mail. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Pay phones. Wow. <laughs> How does that happen? Man. Joey Tempest from the band Europe. If you missed it of the show tonight, Freak Nation, you go to the website, speedfreaks.tv. Huge show, man. Ryan McGee from ESPN, ESPN.com was in here. Brandon... Hartley, your prototype winner from Petit Le Mans, was in here as well. Zach Veach, IndyCar Series driver, full-time for 2018, running for Andretti Autosports. Joey Tempest, again, was in here. Man. Again, speak let, that, let that music play a little bit, dude. Come All right, David. <laughs> Shoot the juice to the moose and stat man. Cut it loose. See ya. <laughs> in the sunshine of your Motorsports Radio, redefined. Hey, travelers, do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call, because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first-class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. Nobody wants to get ripped off, broken into, or robbed, but nobody wants to pay a lot of money to have their home protected either. I've got an offer to tell you about to provide home security for your home. For a simple rate as low as $19.99 a month. For real. 
with no installation or equipment charges. And this is from a company rated number one by a leading consumer research company. According to the facts, most of you won't even call unless there's a burglary in your neighborhood or something bad happens. So let's give you a reason. Save money. For as low as $19.99 a month with no other costs, you can get your home secured. Plus, get a lifetime equipment replacement warranty. You need protection for your home. Call the Home Security Hotline right now. Call 800-587-4281. Call now. That's 800-587-4281. If you suffer from back pain, joint pain, arthritis, or other chronic pain, you need to try the water therapy benefits that Avantage Therapeutic Walk-In Bath provides. Not only does Avantage Walk-In Bath help get you in and out of the tub safely, it is proven to be beneficial to relieve aches and pains, giving you the relief to enjoy your day. You can enjoy taking your new bath and rejuvenating your body in as little as seven days. And if you call today and ask for the radio special, we'll give you a $1,500 coupon towards the purchase of a new Vantage walk-in bath. Every call in the next 10 minutes will receive a $1,500 coupon towards the purchase of a new Vantage walk-in bath. Your aches and pains can be washed away. Call right now for a risk-free quote. 800-552-6851. 800-552-6851. 800-552-6851. That's 800-552-6851. 